Now, did my voice crack a little bit on the intro? Yes. Okay? Now, that's what you don't get from some Fiverr bullshit. You know what I mean? I could have went to Fiverr, paid $5 for some generic ass half of a hi-hat beat that I didn't even want. I'd have been like, hey, can you make it upbeat? You'd have been like, you paid for the first tier, you fuckface. You know what you get? You get a hi-hat. And you only get five seconds. Good luck. Put this shit on your podcast. Oh, you only you wanted to only pay five dollars. You could have looked through my tiers and realized that at the tier of eighty dollars, you could have had exactly what you wanted. You knew damn well. So guess what? This is what you have now. But instead, you know what happened? I didn't pay anything. And I made the intro with my mouth, with my face holes. And my voice cracked. And let me tell you why my voice cracked. I woke up with a little itch. I woke up with a little itch at the back of my throat yesterday. And hold on. This mic stand is going to get me furious today. Yeah, it's going to get me furious. Okay, I'm going to yell today. I'm going to yell and I'm going to be angry. Um, My mic stand has that stupid pop filter. And the pop filter is attacked by this attacked nice attached by this huge wire thing. And the wire thing's like broken now, so now I have to like hunch like a goddamn asshole, like the hunchback of Notre Dame, dude. Uh, and my voice cracked again. Uh, long story short, my my I've got like a little itch at the back of my throat. I don't know if it's like a sore throat coming on. I don't know if it's a little cold coming on. I don't know if it's the Rona coming on, but I can't do my high high pitched voices. You know, I can't do those high pitched notes that I was doing for the intro and all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's why my voice cracked. Anyway, guys, how is you doing? How you doing? What's going on? It's Friday. So first of all, it's Friday. <gasps> You're welcome. I recorded Monday, said I'd record Friday, gave you my word, and now I'm here. Was I nervous when I gave you my word? Very. I was very nervous. I said, oh shit, why did I promise something? I don't like promising things. I don't like promising things. You want to know why? Because shit changes. Now I'm going to drink some coffee. Dude, from one day to the next, it's too much. And with ADD, dude, I'm liable to make three plans on the same day at the same time. Tell one person two weeks in advance, yeah, Friday, we out. And then a week passes by, I tell another person, guess what? You know what day that I have free? Oh, you want to hang out with me? Friday. And then Thursday rolls around, right before that Friday that I have two plans on that I, I didn't even realize I planned the same plans on. Planned new plans on the same plans. I go, you know what? I'm going to do something Friday. And then Friday rolls around, and I look at my phone, and I say, oh, shit, I made plans with Fulano and so-and-so. Also made plans with myself. I've got three plans today all at the same time. What the fuck am I going to do? <gasps> I'm just going to be anxious about my anxiety, my, <laughs> about my AD and, AD&D, my fucking attention Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> my ADD. This is what happens. And this is why I fucking go completely off script for the first three minutes of a podcast. Guys, how's it going? How are you doing? How was your week? From Monday to Friday, how was your week? From the last time you heard my voice to this time you're hearing my voice, what's going on? How's it How's it hanging? A little to the left, I hope. <sighs> it's good to be back. Uh, let's start this week off. Well, let's start this day off, right? Let's start this. You know what? Let's start this weekend off, right? We usually start the week off, right? 
now we're going to start the weekend off, right, uh, with a happy podcast. <clears throat> so I want to jump right the fuck into it. And we're, we're going to start off a little serious today, actually. Um, dude, I'm fucking diving headfirst into politics. And I, listen, I'll explain why. But um, a friend of mine posted a meme the other day. And am I going to pull up the meme to read you the exact? No. Want to know why? Because we do it live. We do it live here. So whatever whatever opinions that I have in my head is what I'm going to shoot at you and enjoy it. Want to know why? Because this is a conversation. This is the your New York – this is ASMR, your New York friend conversation. So the meme said um, something to the effect of whether you support Donald Trump – whether you're my friend and you support Donald Trump, we're still friends. Whether you're my friend and you support Joe Biden, we're still friends. Uh, and I, it went on to say something else. Um, but I read that shit and no lie. Now, I'm not one of those people who reads a fucking meme or picture and goes, ah, oh, you know, not like, oh, but like, ah, like breath of fresh air. Breath, breath of fresh air, dude. I swear to God, it was like summertime and a nice breeze cra- breeze came through. <laughs> breeze came through. It was nice. I said, wait a second. You can you can have different opinions? You can have different opinions now? Is that okay? Oh, no. This was only on one person's profile. But it felt good to read for five seconds. And I wanted to bring it up because I think we've gotten to a point <clears throat> Where, where, uh, how do I say this? We forgot that there are people behind the opinions. So don't get me wrong. I understand some people have some fucking crazy opinions. And I, I say shit like that all the time. You know, like that, like that dude that, that I pulled up on the podcast, I don't know, like 20 episodes ago. And he's like, He's giving a sermon, and he's a cop in some fucking, I don't know where, uh, and he's like, uh, why don't we go arrest some queers? Now, listen, that guy should obvious, obviously go to hell, okay? Or the, whatever hell he believes in, believes in, believes in. Apparently, when I'm sick, I, I for sure can't talk. That guy should quite obviously go to the broken baby pit because he's broken. He's got problems. He's got issues. He needs a therapist. Now that we can all agree on that, when it comes to politics now, it, it's fucking hilarious too because, well, before I even get to that part, I just want you guys, in a, on an all serious note, to just remember that there are people behind opinions. Yes, some opinions are fucking out there. But at the end of the day, you're in America, dude. <clears throat> You want to go to a place that shares your opinions and fucking silences everybody else? Find that place. Throw a dart on a goddamn map, and I'm sure you can find a place like that. That isn't America. But in America, you're allowed to have your fucking opinion, as stupid as it is. And that's what America is. America wants you to have your cake and to eat it too. That's what we are as a country, okay? That's what we are. It is what it is. So be mad, but don't be too mad that it ruins your day and you you lose friends over bullshit, over fucking politics. Also, if somebody has differing uh, political opinions than you, 
and they're reasonable people, why don't you take a step back? Let's, this, this is what we used to do in Yelp. And let me explain why. When we would get on the phone with clients, we, we were pushed. We were encouraged to fucking, well, more so, we were not even encouraged. We were more so forced to, to close the sale in one call. Okay. So even if the person's like, okay, I kind of like this, uh, you know, give me a call back. We'll, f- we'll figure something out. I just don't have time right now. We were encouraged to keep them on the phone and, oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me show you one more thing. Let me show you one more thing. Okay. First of all, stupid fucking tactic. Now you can close sales in, in one call. Sure. But you got to be able to read the room too. Now that I'm going to go off of a, in a tangent shitting on Yelp cause I hate Yelp, but <clears throat> we were encouraged to keep people, uh, on the phone, okay, and uh, try to close the sale in one fucking sale. And before I completely go off the track, so as I was saying, I had to freaking stop the podcast and restart it because when it's this fucking early, I lose my train of thought. So with keeping people on the phone to try to you know make them a, make make a sale uh, on the first call comes a lot of information, comes a lot of talking, comes a lot of bullshit. It, it comes a lot of, oh, let me show you one more thing or, you know, stay on the phone or let's speak for five more minutes and five more minutes turns into 30 minutes and 30 minutes turns into an hour. You're trying to close that sale. You're trying to, you know, create that urgency. You're trying to show them how important the product is, yada, 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 all of that bullshit. With that comes a lot of talking, comes a lot of nonsense. And part of that nonsense is the, hey, I'll be on the phone for, you know, only five more minutes and it turns into 30. So, you know, people have places to be, things to do, and they get upset. So what happens is when they start getting upset, or not just about that, but getting upset with all of the information that you're giving them, all of the information that you're showing them, they they get frustrated, and then you have to be like, okay, hold on. Let's take a step back. Like you care about their fucking feelings, okay? And this is how it is at Yelp. At Yelp. You have to act like you care about people's feelings, which you don't. Because if you're doing well, you're sociopath. Okay. Um, you go. Let's take a step back. You want you want to let them know that you're on their side. Let's take it easy. Let's. I'm not gonna hit you with as much information. We're gonna take a step back. I'm gonna slow down the tempo in which I'm speaking. I'm gonna even change my tone a little bit. Let you know I'm on your side. But all I want you to do is fucking sign that paper. <laughs> e sign whatever. Put in that credit card. <clears throat> So what we're going to do is, as a country, we need to take a step back. Let's take a step back. If you have a friend who is quite reasonable, is doing well for themselves in life, and they just have different political opinions from you, why can't you come to the conclusion that, hey, maybe there's something about it. Maybe, you know, maybe they have noticed or seen or saw whatever saw something about this candidate that I can't see. Why is it immediately this person is a piece of shit person and a racist if they support this person? You get what I'm saying? You guys need to remember that there are people behind opinions. If you, if there's a reasonable person supporting someone you don't like, maybe try to take a second to understand why. That's all I'm saying. Now, listen, before I go on about, because I could go on about that all fucking podcast. Before I go on about that all podcast, just keep that in mind. And remember, at the end of the day, when you see people, you can be as mad as you want 
in your house by yourself over text. But when you see those people that you're upset at, you're probably seeing these people that don't have your opinions every day. And you're probably getting along with them just fine. Want to know why? Because it's not over the internet. You're not hiding behind some guys. You're not hiding behind some fit. And not. And I'm talking about men. I'm not talking about you're hiding, hiding behind a couple of men. Okay? I'm talking about guys. Like disguise, but the short version, guys, G-U-I-S-E. Okay? Because I realize when I listen to my podcasts back to make sure that they're kind of funny, a lot of my words bleed into each other because I'm from the Bronx and can't speak. Because I'm dumb. But continuing, just remember, people behind opinions. Take it the fuck easy, man. All right? We're on easy street. Take it easy. There's no reason to be attacking people, calling people racist, and yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> so whatever. Yeah. You know? Whatever. You can be as, as upset as you want about Trump being the president, but guess what? He's the president. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be fucking you know, literally when he got elected, it was like, oh, as you give it three days and this country's later gonna literally gonna be a fucking nuclear war. And it's been four years. Fucking relax. Take it easy. And listen, I'm not even de- I'm not even defending him. All I'm saying is relax. Relax. Let the tension fall from your body. Because you wanna know why? I and this is why I'm not defending him. It's going to be the same way if a fucking Democrat president uh, gets elected. If Joe Biden gets elected, then there are people going to be, oh, fucking Sleepy Joe and Joe Biden. He doesn't even know where he's at and blah, 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 blah. And he's dying and he's a fucking, he's a crypt keeper. He's, oh my God, look at him. He's fucking melting. It's going to be like that for four years. And you want to know also what's going to happen? The country's going to be fine. It's all going to be Okay, listen, uh, you know, are we going to go through years where the economy is not the best? Yes. Are we going to go through years where shit happens and the fucking, the president doesn't handle it the best? Yes. Is shit going to always happen? Yes. Doesn't matter who the fuck is in office. Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson could be president. And they'll be like, oh, well, fuck, look at his size. What happened was when he was in the WWE, he wasn't doing the steroids. But look at him, he's doing the steroids now. You can't trust a president who's doing the steroids. And then they're going to go back because he's the cleanest fucking guy ever. They're going to go back into his third grade fucking history and be like, oh, look, he slipped a girl a note. And what he doesn't realize is that slipping girls notes without their consent is actually rape. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson raped someone in third grade. And then they're going to run with that. (laughs) They're going to create mass hysteria. People are going to flip out and freak out and go absolutely insane over nothing. So, guys, let's take a step back. Let's do it like Yelp. Take a step back. Let's calm down. And then let's give our credit card at the end of the transaction. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, with my dick in my hand. Ah, <laughs> oh, So, yeah, now that we're done with all that serious shit, Jesus Christ. Oh, I went to the goddamn deli the other day. There were like 4,000 different health products. What's going on? You know, you ever just look at, like, you go to an aisle and you're like, I just want like a healthy tea or something. 
and there's like tea tonic and it's like the gut tea it's ginger and cacao and chai and then you you fuck it and it's next they got like two three different flavors and oh this one's the the herbal fucking uh amethyst tea <laughs> amethyst is the stone but whatever this is herbal amethyst tea this one's good for your reproductive organs and you're like all right whatever and then next to it you got another brand you got fucking uh, yerbal mate and it's like hey drink this tea and this one's gonna be good for your brain and then next to that you got the matcha and it's just like listen dude i'm overwhelmed tell me what's healthy oh you got kombucha kombucha's right here too yeah 15 types of kombucha tea can you give me one? Can you tell me which is the best one? Oh, well, we've got options. I don't need that many options. It's debilitating. <laughs> Look at me, living in America, complaining about all these options. First world problems. Oh, man. Also, hold on. You know what? Back, right back to politics. The funny thing about all this... Uh, <clears throat> go out and vote crap. Everybody's like, oh, you got to go out and vote. You got to go out and vote, right? Fine, whatever. You're reminding people to vote. And it, uh, Tim Dillon says how it's fucking stupid. He's like, you got, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to remind people to eat their fucking vegetables too. I'm not going to be telling people to do. And also, I'm also not going to be telling people to do because I don't care about that. We literally just talk out of our asses here. We try to have a good time and hang out. But, you know, I'm not mad at the voting thing because you want to know why I'm not mad at the voting thing? Because same shit happened in 2016. Everybody was like, oh, you got to vote. You got to vote. Um, when Bernie Sanders fell through, immediately everybody's like, oh, that's because nobody's voting. And then when Trump um, um, was elected, and uh, when Trump was elected, they were like, oh, that's because nobody voted. Okay. So this time when everybody votes, hopefully everyone can keep there. Oh, you guessed it fucking traps shut. Maybe we can do that. Maybe everyone can t keep their, you guessed it, fucking pie holes shut. Maybe we can finally be like, oh, well, we made everybody vote and we lost. So let's, you know, let's, let's call it a day or, or we made everybody vote and we won. So let's call it a day. But either way, they're like, yeah, yeah, you gotta vote. You gotta vote. You gotta vote. But the funny thing is, as uh, uh, what's that stupid word? As non-biased as they're trying to make it seem. Actually, you know, I'm not going to even say that because they don't make it non-biased. They, they make the, the first initial picture non-biased. It's like, vote, go vote, got to vote, get a vote plan, whatever. And then you read the caption. It's like, because this is so important that you get Biden and Harris into office. Listen, I'm not going to get personal on any of my opinions here, but... Hey, maybe just leave it at vote. Because it's funny. It, it's like, oh, you got to vote, you got to vote, you got to vote. But it's important that you vote for my candidate. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you guys got to vote now. But it's important that you you vote for my candidate. Not a, No, 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 not, not – when I say vote, I don't mean, you know, think about it and, and vote for somebody that you want or vote for someone that applies – or represents your beliefs, I mean, vote for my candidate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Voting is important, but m only when you're voting for my candidate. That's the funny thing about all this shit nowadays. It's like, yeah, vote, 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 vote. Okay, I'm going to go vote. 
nice, we're going to win. Wait, what do you mean we're going to win? I, I Well, I said vote, and you said you're going to vote too. Yeah, I'm going to vote. Well, when when you agree with my voting, that you that means you're agreeing with who I want you to vote for too. Uh, no, I'm... I, I mean, I did my research and you told me to vote, so I'm going to vote for this person who represents my beliefs. No, that, that's not how it works. That's not what you're supposed to do. Are you fucking racist? And then, in five years, we have no friends. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What's up with fucking all of the apps trying to fuck me? That's what I want to know. All of my apps, dude, you you download a new app, you get a new app where you get to do like backflips into targets and shit. And it's like, can we send you notifications? No, you can't send me notifications. Why do you want to send me notifications? I'm waiting for that 2 a.m. text, dude. That 2 a.m. text from one of these apps. Hey, what you doing? Want to play? <laughs> Why the fuck do you want to text me? Dude, how, how, how annoying is it to get text advertisements? Texts used to be sacred, man. You get a text and you, you know it's like from a friend or someone. <clears throat> you know, I I personally hate hate the phone. I don't like talking on the phone. I get because I have social anxiety. I have anxiety just in general, but I also have social anxiety. You wouldn't guess it from this podcast. But assume it because I talk by myself. If I'm talking with a person, different person, okay? I have social anxiety. So a, a, a phone call, like, is overwhelming. It is what it is. I make it work. But a text, it's like, oh, I got a text. I can think about it. I can think about my response. I can say this. I can say that. I can respond at a convenient time. Mm, it's great. It's magical. And then now... Not only am I getting texts from fucking Angry Birds, but I'm also getting texts from companies now. I have fucking 60% off. Jump on this deal fast. It's gonna go. Even though we've been texting you with the same deal for three whole fucking months. But jump on this deal before it goes. Yeah, it's been up for three months, but you never know when it's gonna go. And we're acting like it's only been up for a day. But you never know when it's going to go. Hey, man. No. Hey. No. Hi. My name's Santi. No. Also, <laughs> I forgot to say, it's episode 90, bitches. Yeah, we made it. Episode 90. That's pretty crazy. But for real, man. These apps wanting to send tax and all this shit. Oh, it's overwhelming. <clears throat> How many minutes do we have left? I think we have like nine minutes left. Um, you know what? Since I got kind of serious on this podcast, I'm gonna stick with the serious note, and I'm gonna kind of, uh, I'm gonna kind of talk about Yelp a little bit more because um, I always like touch on it, uh, but I never do like the deep dive, and I, I think it's like about time. So, long story short, uh, I was already in sales before getting to Yelp. <clears throat> And I, I always wanted to give it like its own podcast, but I'm, I don't want to make it that serious. It is what it is. I was already doing sales. I was doing Medicare insurance sales, which I was doing just fine. But I had my reasons for backing out of. Uh, m mind you, I still maintain that portfolio, whatever. But um, 
I, I just wanted to get it. I, I started thinking maybe I want to do sales consulting. So let me learn a little bit more about sales. I was already making cold calls, but I wasn't making cold calls Yelp style. Yelp style cold calls are here's this list and you crank it out. Whereas Medicare, maybe I'm making anywhere between 10 and 20 calls a day. And most of them are already like, well, not really. Most of them are cold, but you know, I'm like 10 to 20 and you usually make banking an appointment that fast. That and uh, an industry like Yelp is unheard of. You don't make, uh, you don't get good off of like 10 to 20 phone calls. You're making like 60, 80 calls a day, a hundred. If you're a fucking complete sociopath, 150. Um, so I didn't know that going in. I didn't, I didn't know about this. So whatever I get to Yelp, I'm in there. Um, and basically they, they do this thing where they're like, you know, this episode might run on a little longer, but it's all good. Um, at the very beginning, you get a one week of training, and then you're just on the phones, okay? Now, when I say one week of training, it's not training. It's complete fantasy land bullshit. It's complete, just be positive. Just be positive when you're talking to these people. They're going to feel your positivity, and that's that's really what it is. And what I didn't notice then was that they're hiring people for their personalities, you know, so if you go in and you're kind of like a nice guy and you like, you, you know, you maybe made an impression on the interviewer, they're going to be like, oh, this person has a personality uh, that can be used over the phone to make people like them. So we can ev- eventually just close a sale. So if you get hired to Yelp, you get hired for your personality. And I'm not saying that I'm a special person, but generally when I talk to people, I, I make them feel comfortable. Generally, people like to talk to me. It's just with as much social anxiety as I have, I'm very hyper-conscious about how I'm making people feel in conversation. So that's kind of what helped me get the job. So got the job. um, And because I've already been making uh, cold calls to an extent, this this first week training wasn't making much sense to me. We were like reading a script verbatim. And when we would act out... uh, people making objections is what they called them. If they made an interruption, if they said anything, literally if they said anything that didn't let you read the script, that was an objection to to Yelp. So if they were just like, hey, I'm fucking dying, like they'd be like, that's an objection and we have a response to it. I understand that you're dying now, but let's talk about your Yelp page. Like it's fucking absolutely ridiculous. So the first week I was like, this is weird. And even when we were acting out um, scenarios and stuff, it just wasn't entirely real. Like it didn't make sense to me. I was like, this isn't real. But people who didn't know what cold calls were at the time, they were just like, yeah, let's fucking do it. So I remember training with a friend of mine, um, someone that, somebody that I still talk to to this day on and off, and he, he doesn't work for the company anymore either. I remember when we first started acting out a scenario, and we, they would have you act out scenarios in front of managers and shit. <clears throat> we would read the, the, the script. And it would be some fucking, they would be like, hey, say this objection, which is already outlined in the book. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's not how fucking real life works. That's not how this works at all. So instead of giving him an an objection from the book, and after I let him say a whole paragraph, um, I kind of just, as soon as the call started, he was like, hey, this is this person from Yelp. I was like, ah, yeah, no, 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 I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Like I cut him off and, and like, it got like a little overwhelming for him for like the first couple of seconds. And I wasn't trying to be a dick, but I was trying to be like, okay, this is, this is real. Um, 
and like he didn't understand what I was doing. I, I don't know if he thought I was being a dick, but I was like, listen, man, I'm not trying to be a dick, but this is actually how it is. And a manager noticed that I did that. And he was like, well, yeah, that, that is kind of how it is. And then when we got to the phones, finally, after uh, a week of this bullshit training, mainly the training was just be positive, guys. You got to be positive. got to be positive. Um, we went straight to the phones and you just calling, 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 calling. Businesses that have already been called, 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 called. Some people get lucky with good um with good, uh, well, I was going to say environments like a putz, good territories. Uh, and some people don't, I, for one was not blessed with a good territory and people can say, Oh, I'm just making an, ex- an excuse. It is what it is. I had banner elk blowing rock beach mountain. One of those has like a population of like 10, 20,000. The others have a population of like a thousand, 2000. It's fucking ridiculous. And, and I had other places too. beach. Uh, did I say beach mountain already? Whatever. Uh, these places in North Carolina that had sh- not enough people, they were so small that once they heard Yelp, they either hung up or wanted to argue with me. They hated it. They hated Yelp. They've been called by several agents before me, which I can see in the log. So whatever. They're like, oh, there, there's no – oh, shit. I'm running out of time. But there's no overworked territory. There's no overworked territory. It's a matter of being positive. Got to stay positive. Got to stay positive. While we're calling these people two to three times a day, two to three times a week, They've already heard the same fucking script, which they've told me several times. (laughs) They've told me several times over the phone. Uh, And I've been cursed out countless times just being in that job alone. But whatever. Listen, I stuck with it. I made a couple of sales here and there. Um, But it was was fucking terrible, man. I was there. I was uh, harassing business owners for the whole five months that I was there. And the five months that I was there felt like two years. Each month, each month is so valuable there that they honor, they don't honor each month, but they, they, they make a big deal out of you lasting X amount of months. It's not like this person has been here for two years. No, they'll say this person has been here for 24 months. They'll honor like how many months you've been there. They, they mention that. If you look up anybody's profile, it shows how many months they spent in Yelp sales. <clears throat> so whatever, from training uh, it's a one month training thing. You go, you graduate. Was it one month? I'm pretty, yeah, it was one month. You graduate from the training and, uh, it might've been two months. I can't even remember now. Literally. I tried to repress this shit as hard as possible. Cause it was just not a time that I was happy with. After you exit training, you get a manager, you get a manager and you stick with that manager for however long until however long until they either switch you to a new manager or there's some sort of issue. Naturally, the manager that I got switched to quit. (laughs) So after that, um, I got a new manager. Now, a lot of times, not only does it depend on your territory or your training, but it also depends on the manager that you have. Because a a lot of times, well, this is what the manager is for. A manager is someone who did good on the sales floor. Um, They got promoted because they were doing so good on the sales floor that basically once you, as their team can get good at just an open call and open call is the very beginning of the call and locking somebody in the manager taps into your call and starts coaching you on what to say. So you can close a, close a, close a sale because they were so good at closing sales by themselves. That's essentially what the team is. That's all. They just want to shovel as many fucking ads as po- as humanly possible into these business owners' mouth. That's it. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, the rhyme or reason is making that money, but 
That's it. There's no regard for anybody's emotion, anybody, anything. Called you three times a day, you're angry about it. I don't care. Trying to sell you these ads. So eventually when I made my way around to the last manager, uh, for some reason, this particular lady had something against me. I have no idea why. Uh, I was, I, I was, well, I am older than her, but uh, it's more so, um, I tend to be matter-of-factly about things, and in sales, it's not that that's a bad thing, but it's easier to say, I'm positive, I'm positive, I'm positive. Now, any problem that I ever had in this company, any, hey, I, you know, the main problem with this business, the, this territory is that th- there is no conversation. There is no full phone call, full, full phone call conversation where I get a chance to speak my piece and, and the person wants to hear about Yelp and I'm just dropping it. No, what's happening is I say Yelp and they hang up on me because I would say, Hey, I'm having a problem with this territory. They go, okay, let's roll, let's role play. And I go, okay, let's role play. And they go, I, you know, I do like my, my finger, finger phone. I go ring, ring, ring. They go, Hey, this is so-and-so. I go, Hey, this is Kevin calling for me. Oh, no, no. They they act like they're me calling for me up because they want me to be the business owner doing the problem that they're experiencing, right? So I go, okay, that, that I'm experiencing. So I go, okay, call. They go, ring, ring, ring. I pick up. I go, hey, this is Santi from uh, Happy QM Podcast. They go, hi, this is this from Yelp. And then I hang up on them. And then they go, what are you doing? And this was this is a true story, actually. I think I mentioned it in the podcast before. This particular manager was like, what the fuck are you doing? I go, that's what's happening. She goes, no, seriously, what the fuck are you doing? She got mad at me for doing the same problem that I'm actually experiencing. Oh, I'm sorry I'm not living in fantasy land, but this is what's happening. So instead of acknowledging the true problems that were happening, they would say, oh, you're not being positive enough. Oh, there's got to be something with your tone. Oh, there's got to be this, got to be that. I'm like, listen, yes, to a certain extent, it is the person's problem on the phone. But there is a big, big portion of this issue that you guys aren't accepting. And that's the fact that you guys are harassing people every day. Every day. So eventually, uh, and by the way, there were several problems like this throughout the whole process of me being like, guys, this, this doesn't make any sense. And they're like, well, no, you're just not being positive enough. So 90% of the job, any issue that I had was you're not being positive, positive enough. You're not being positive enough. I get to my last manager and this chick for whatever reason just does not like me. She wants me to full on live in fantasy land. Hey, Santi, you're not being positive enough. You're not being positive enough. You're not being positive enough. And I'm like, dude, my friends fucking call, like, they don't call me. <laughs> I was going to say they call me Mr. Positive. They don't call me any of that shit. But they have, and on several occasions, been like, yo, you're the most positive person I know. Like, I, what are you, what are they talking about? I don't understand this. So apparently I wasn't positive enough. So I said, you know what, whatever. I'll take your fucking feedback that doesn't apply to shit and I'll try to apply it anyway. But eventually, this n- the newest manager that I had <clears throat> didn't, do her part for me. And the manager's job is just to get on the phone, on your phone, coach you on what to say and close a sale for you. But if she got on my phone, she would drop the sale purposely. She would, and I don't know what I did to her. I don't know what happened, but she would just drop the sale or she would make up reasons to get off the phone. One time I almost closed the sale with this kid. I'm not going to say almost close the sale. I'm going to say this call was going good with this kid on my team who was training to be a manager. 
It's going real good, going real good. She had no context to the call, but she saw that I was on a call and this was running off into lunchtime. Uh, they're super punctual there. They try to send everybody on lunch at 12 and whatever. This went into lunchtime. So I was like the only person at the desks. She saw that I was on the phone with this kid. She saw that it was going well. And instead of just letting it go well, she tells him to get off so she can get on my call. She gets on the call. She's still having a conversation with somebody next to her, not listening to my call. I'm starting to struggle. I don't know what to say. Uh, and she's letting me struggle. Then she cuts in and she's like, wait, what, what's happening? What's going on? Then she tells me to say shit that doesn't apply. Shit that we, me and the other kid had said five minutes ago. And then I feel it. I lost the person. Like I, 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 can ha I have a general sense of when I have someone and when I lost someone on a sale, just because I've been in sales a while, I felt it. I was like, okay, I lost this one. And that wasn't the first time. It was, there were several times where this manager had done stuff like that. So fast forward a little bit, a lot more of that shit. Uh, she was not on my side about anything. She was not helpful about anything. She was super passive aggressive about a lot of shit. Um, and dude, I'm a grown man, <clears throat> you know? Uh, they, they kept saying, be positive, be positive, be positive. But, uh, it, it gets to a certain point where you have to know yourself. And ultimately I want to say this, this Yelp stuff. And because we were already kind of serious on this podcast, um, I want to say this Yelp stuff because a lot of people find it hard to know themselves, to, to even figure themselves out. Uh, and I might have to stop the podcast and uh, do like add another segment cause I'm running off to 30 minutes. This is going to be like a 40 minute podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, let me just stop it real quick and record, re-record. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, cause if I looked at the thing and the time went red, basically on anchor, the time goes red and it's like, dude, you only got a minute of recording left. Um, this is a special episode for, for, for my writer dies. Um, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> no, basically what I, what I want to say is it's hard to, to know yourself nowadays. You know, you see people on Instagram, you see people on whatever, any social media platform acting like they got everything, acting like they have it all figured out, acting like they have the best lives. They've got all the money. Meanwhile, people are full on uh, going to private jet studios to take pictures in a fake private jet to make it look like they're in a private jet. Dude, if you see a picture of somebody in a private jet who's your age or younger, I don't care who you are, it makes nine out of 10 people feel some type of way. Like, oh shit, I'm not doing enough with my life, you know? So I'm saying that because I was in this job and I stood so long and mind you, five, month, five months at Yelp is a long fucking time. That's 60 to 80 calls a day, five days a week, four fucking weeks out of the month. I think that's like 1600 calls a month. I wanted to open my cal calculator. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get the math. Let's let's get the math. Okay, let's do average of 80 calls a day. That's 400 calls a week times four weeks in a, in a fucking month. 1,600 calls. That's 1,600 calls a month of people just cursing you out, people just uninterested because you're calling from Yelp. Not because of my voice, not because of me. No, you're calling from Yelp. Go fuck yourself. 1,600 calls a month. For five months. Let's crack that calculator out one more time. I made 8,000 calls while I was there. <clears throat> About 8,000 calls. This is a rough approximate. Now, 
here's the thing. Know yourself. And it's okay to know yourself. In real life, this is, I'm talking about real life, guys. Know yourself. Get to know yourself. Make it top priority. You won't be putting up with shit you know you don't want to put up with. That's it. That's it. That's fucking life, man. Take it easy on yourself. Don't listen to all of this bullshit of people. Oh, you got to vote. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to live your life like this. You got to live your life by my opinions. Remember that everybody's a person. There are opinions behind people. There are, pe- <laughs> there are people behind opinions. And if there's something that you don't like and your brain and your gut and your heart are telling you that you are uncomfortable, there's a reason, Okay. I was in this fucking job and this manager was treating me like shit. And just to fucking back up my claim, I don't want to make a claim without any proof. Uh, so at the end of this, uh, this stint, I, I was with this manager for about two months. Um, I noticed all of these passive aggressive antics, these passive aggressive comments that she was making toward me. I said, you know what? And actually... This happened around the Gone Reportia episode, which I think were in the teens. So this was a while back. Uh, I uh, I documented everything, went to HR, pleaded my case or made my case, and also said I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna blow my brains out. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna kill myself. I'm getting out of here. Um, went to HR, made my case, left the company, did it the right way, and she got demoted. So, in so facto, Santi was right. You can say whatever you want about me. Oh, sales, you suck. Then you did this, you did. Yeah, fuck Yelp. Fuck sales. I'm good. Fuck these cold call bullshit sales. I'm good. But at the end of the day, I wasn't over-exaggerating about anything. I wasn't making anything up about anything. She got demoted after I left. In, in uh, I was going to say in direct comparison. But f- for the direct reasons of why I left. One of the, some of the direct reasons why I left, because I just hated, I just hated the fucking job. But the reasons why I left got her demoted. So all I'm saying is, you know, know yourself. Because I, I and listen, I could have left and she couldn't have been demoted. And I could have also been like, oh, maybe I was wrong. But no, I know, I know that I'm right about my situation. And that's what I'm sticking with. So if even if she didn't get demoted, I would have been fine. But now that she got demoted, I'm just sharing that with you guys so you guys can know I'm not making shit up. <laughs> Listen, this podcast went on like 40 minutes. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my fucking Yelp story. Yeah, were there more specifics? Sure. Could have have gone on a little bit longer? Sure. But, man, that's that's my story. That's what you're getting. Maybe we'll get into it another time. But that's that's as best as it's going to get right now, especially for a serious podcast. You know I only like to try to make you guys laugh, so whatever. Uh, guys, this is a, a, not melancholy, but this is a chill end to the week. Uh, I hope your week was great, as per usual. I hope you have a great weekend, as per usual. Enjoy your fucking Friday. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your life, bruh. Take it easy on yourself. Remember to be happy, and if you aren't happy, ask yourself what will make you happy. Uh, And most importantly, and above all else, be happy.